0: Sometimes you say things and it's like listening to myself
1: <laughs> <laughs> What
0: is this? I'm weak <laughs> <laughs> On the road, you just fall. Oh no, nothing means anything yeah. Oh god
1: I remember the first time I went down and started doing striking boxing stuff with my good friend, AJ. He's one of the boxing coaches there. Um, We were doing some stuff and then we started sparring and he punched me. We were like, you know, we just started and he punched me with a jab fucking hard in the face. And he'd probably hear this and be like, that wasn't even hard. Yeah. Can you imagine what I could do? Yeah. You know (laughs) what I mean? But he went bang and fucking snapped me and I was like, oh, like it was the first time I'd been properly hit in years. Yeah. Long time. And he was like, keep your hands up. And I was like, oh. But what I felt behind it was so weird was it's like, it was like love. It was like, I love you and I want you to keep your fucking hands up. Because if you, you, if you don't, if you do that with a guy who doesn't care about you, he'll really fucking hurt you. Put your hands up. And it was almost like, I know it sounds cheesy, but it almost was like that, that Spartan love where it's like, I want you to be tough because I don't want you to die. Yes. You know, I'm beating you up because I want you to live and not die out there. it's hot. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: hot uh, My dick moved a little.
1: <laughs>
0: Who was this? Jack Becker.
1: No, this is get my him on AJ. AJ. Get him yeah, on. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get them all on. Fucking saucy, mix. yeah,
0: Well, yeah. that was what you were talking about um, regarding their mindset. That's yeah. what the pod's about. This is the first episode of it. It is, and it. that's what the pod's about. Don't have your phone vooving It was vooving Well, that's your agent. Telling you one thing or another. Oh, I'm on a pod now. Get rid. It's, it's pod done. time. Yes. I'm not. I, I can't be dealing with her. She distract me from our. Got, she's f- done. She's done mission. to me. She's dead to me. He's just picked that up off the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just pick it up off the floor so no one stands on it. The little pod phone. So it's, <laughs> it's all fun and games. still somebody cracks gets your iPhone 13 Pro like. Max now available. <laughs> yeah, but you that's said what the pods Yeah, about. so it's, yeah, that's what I wanted to try and cover in this pod a little bit was. Like, generally what it's about, it's the mindset of somebody that, because fighting is the sort of thing that, you know, there's easier ways to make money. Yes. There's easier ways to make a living. There's easier. And so I'm kind of interested, as are you, as we've spoken about, that the um there are things that you can chase, and there's not necessarily a great reason or, or an obvious reason to be chasing them. Mm. do you know what i mean fighting's one comedy's another yes like why why would you put yourself through that (laughs) and the chances being so slim that you'll that you'll do any good out of it as well like it's so much easier to fail at it than it is to do well at it maybe Mm. is that the is that what's annoying about is that why you chase it maybe it's 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 it's
1: elusiveness well what do you think it is because we should preface as
0: well we've only known each other for how long has it been now since raw comedy, this oh last year, which was in so now July? At the beginning of twenty twenty two was it July, yeah twenty twenty one. So maybe I met not even you. six months. <laughs> Do you know the story, Aaron, of how I met Blake? All right. So I was hosting raw comedy competition. It was the um, fi- it was the final, wasn't the grand it? Grand final, yeah, yeah, the grand final of it. The comedy lounge. Other comedy clubs are available. Um, we're backstage, and Geraldine Hickey who's an Eastern States comic, very funny woman, has said, have you given them a pep talk, these open mic comedians? And I was like, no. Feels grandiose if I do. Do you know what I mean? If I come in now, guys, the most important thing is to just have fun with this and, you know, mm. stick to your time and do this and do that. So I thought, I'll just do it one by one while they're not in the green room but in the wings before they go on. Oh, I didn't know that. I this. thought, if somebody, I'll try and judge how each act is feeling... And then whatever I feel that they need, like if they look terrified, I'll give them that. Just have fun and like make make these people feel like your friends kind of thing. Or, or you know, if somebody's if somebody's going through lines in their head, like just leave them the fuck alone and let them get, get their lines in their head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was just judging it um person by person, what I thought they needed. And I said to you, How are you feeling? And you went, um, a lot better knowing you're here, John Pinder. Like it was really charismatic already. I didn't I, we hadn't met at all, had we? That's gross that I did that. Well, no, it was it was nice. Do you think that's gross? <laughs> I, I just do you wanna get you know out of the post.
1: No, I know what was behind it was what just was like, behind it. I like John Pinder. Oh, we're gonna be friends. Yeah, you are gonna I be one of his friends. Well it worked didn't it? Welcome to King to the yeah. <laughs>
0: It did work. It did work. Yeah. It's all been based on that. Yeah. It's like I like how he said that. Charming that. I like how he catered to my ego, even though he was the one in the competition. Take the risk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think I said I'm a big fan of your I've watched you a couple of times and I'm a
0: huge fan of your stuff. Yeah, but you also said that you were nervous. Yes. And so I gave you the same as what I give myself, a wristy (laughs) <laughs> very quick one, <laughs> very quick, Risty. I finished
1: wind. soft. <laughs> <laughs> You're very talented. I know, I know.
0: I've done it for a lot of open mics. But... <laughs> uh, no, I gave it. I said. I said the same thing. I was like, these people get make them your friends. I mm. didn't know you were an actor at that point either. If I had, then I would have known that that would have probably been quite useful because it's like what's the sort of mindset you're supposed to be in right i guess isn't it you get a bit of that in acting it's like who am i because like, that's what i do i make it as if i make it as if an audience were already my mate
1: mm, before they're not so they're not your enemy yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah it's not i'm not trying to win them over or anything like that i walk in taking for granted that they're my friend mm. you know what i mean and they want it to be good so i try to give you some of that same kind of energy with it yeah and then you went out and smoked it heaps harder than I had been all night. <laughs> like I've been on and off stage all night. And like the crush that you did, I was like, oh no, this is embarrassing. It, now, was, it was good because I came off like I'm I doling out advice. Like you fucking needed any.
1: But it was so sweet because I, I was genuinely nervous and I, I, and you did give really good advice. You don't remember what you said fully, but it was really good advice. And wow, you, what else did I say? You said, this night doesn't, overly it's oh, This yes, is just, yes, the, this yes. is just the beginning true. of your career. And yeah. that really relaxed yes, me. Yeah. And you're like, this is just the beginning, man. And yeah. you go, you know, what you, you know, he goes, if you want something to focus on, um, is just focus on getting down the best five minutes in town, a nice, yes. really good five minutes that you can take around anywhere. And you just, you know, you know, it's yes. great. Focus on that. And then, then you'll start getting booked at rooms and you just gave me a nice achievable short-term goal that wasn't all about this night and yes. right now and oh, I that like, is better that is better It was great and I went oh you're right it is just the beginning and like because I was coming from acting which you didn't know mm. was I knew that everything comes down to a grind everything yeah. takes time and reps yes. and being shit for yeah. a while and then it just relaxed me and I went out and it went f- it went really well. And then when I came backstage and sat down, you stormed off after int- you stormed backstage after introducing the next acts and you were like, you piece of shit. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't need I that was, advice. I was so living. You, you. you were like, like You like-
0: fucking set me up. <laughs> you let me just you let me droll out all this bullshit. And you were like, Thanks, I really appreciate it. I had a it. mink coat on. I was yeah. like,
1: Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been yeah. doing this for years. Yeah. Yeah, nice advice there, John. <laughs>
0: Thanks, cockhead. Like undercover Thanks, boss. Cockhead, but I got it. I got it.
1: Yeah, I'm emceeing now. You take a seat. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was such good advice, and I thought it was so lovely. I
0: felt like such
1: a knobhead. No, but it was so nice. And then after that, um, <laughs> that night, um, I felt elated. My personal experience, because I didn't win that night. I came second, mm. and with <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I came second, but what was so interesting about that night is I'd spent years and Aaron can attest to this being in the film industry as well. I'd spent years as an actor, just all my work had existed in a vacuum that only, you know, like only myself, my manager saw maybe a casting director. And if I, if you don't get the job, which is so out of your control, there's so many variables, no one gets to see you do the thing that you do. Mm. Like Googs, my beautiful partner Mm. has never, ever, Properly seen me in a film or TV show. We've been dating for two and a bit years. Yeah, she's never seen me actually act in a yeah. in a full length story. And yet she which never she
0: never goes, "You gonna give this up or?" Uh, yeah. me-
1: <laughs> she says it with her eyes.
0: You want to knock this off now? Yeah. When
1: the air can't, when I can't pay the bills. Yeah, she's yeah. like,
0: "Yeah." Is everything Be like hey, look, you love it still? There's a landscaping job in the paper. <laughs> She's just like,
1: <laughs> she's. well, I actually have a story about that. When the our power went out recently in those really hot days, yeah. I think, I, did I tell you this to you? She, the, the air con went out and there was no power and we were laying on the couch <laughs> and she was so hot and I got her a wet fucking cloth to cool her off. <laughs> And I was like laying this wet cloth on her and she's like, oh, that's better. And then I was like, you okay? She's like, yeah. And I, as I looked at her, I was like, I just felt this shame. I was like, get a fucking real job, get Blake. A job, and, you know? yeah. Look at your woman. You're, it's like a pilgrim. You're putting a fucking wet flannel on her. You know, like, when are you going to give up these silly acting dreams? But no, I'd, all my acting work had sort of existed in a vacuum and yeah. there was no third party. No one got to – I didn't get to share it with anyone. Hmm. So even though I came second – um, when I left, random strangers were coming up to me being like, amazing set, like oh, I had such a good, me and my wife had such a good time and people saw it. I got to share it with someone mm. and I was like, oh, this is fucking heroin. Yes. You know what I mean? The fact that people saw, it. it didn't matter that I didn't win or didn't get it, that doesn't happen with acting. Like it I've did, said to you before. It didn't
0: matter. <laughs> well,
1: it, like I said to you with acting, it's like you can never be the guy that does a really good audition, it doesn't get it, on a technicality, mm. but then shows their friend and goes, check this audition out. So anyways, I know I'm in front of a sheet and this banana is supposed to be a gun <laughs> and uh, it's a woman <laughs> reading, but that's actually supposed to be my dad. Anyways, I'm a cyborg in this show. Um, you, you, you can't tell that I'm a cyborg because, you know, a cyborg wouldn't know. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to be the person that is showing them their auditions and yeah. stuff. So I'm very heavily addicted to the instant gratification of an, uh, an accountability to the audience.
0: That's the beauty of it, man. It's so fair. It's so fair. This is why I get stand-up people get on my tits when they make out like it's not fair. It's just really fair. It's a meritocracy. It's really fair, and all you need is an audience. Yes, and if you don't think it's fair, go do acting. Yeah, yeah. You reckon it's like that? You reckon- do. You, do you get a sense of that when you're around stand-ups that are bitching about stuff like that? Do you get a feeling of, dude, you have no idea of unfair? Well, I mean, I mean, no, because I. Because How many people want to be actors as well? Yeah, like a lot. compared to. The amount of people that want to be stand up, like stand up's cooler than it has been at certain points. Okay. But it's still not cool. And anybody Ooh that's trying God. to make it cool <laughs> is living in a fucking dream world. It's not a cool craft. You know you I mean? Because you have to play into your vulnerability, your awkwardness. You have to play into right. things that only we feel cool because we're narcissists. <laughs> right. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? We're just happy for the attention uh, of any don't kind. like me. But nobody else is like, Oh, isn't he cool doing that thing? Right. Like with an actor. Actors are cool. So true. Rock stars are cool. Actors are cool. Actors are cool. Comedians think they're cool. Right. But they're not.
1: You're so so right about that. There's not the same stigma behind it. And you've just brought something up um, that I've just realised. People, a lot of people want to be actors, right? People confuse fame with acting all the time. Yes. But be- they, they can't delineate the two mm. because really successful actors become famous. Yes. Right. And and they're like, doesn't that look good?
0: But they what they're seeing is the fame. Yes. So it's not that you want to be an actor, it's that you want to be famous. Exactly. And there were yeah. a lot of those people in drama school. Yes, of course there were. You
1: know one of them. Oh, do I?
0: Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. of
1: course I do. But it's like, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's people confuse that. And it's like, if you want that, there's fucking Love Island and there's, lots of those yes. reality shows, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. There's normal crime. Right? There's normal crime. <laughs> you can kill someone. There's, there's Love Island. There's
0: other crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just do anything to get on there. <laughs> yeah. Just get creative enough. Yeah. you just turn Desperate up. Desperate Turn up at any place with poo on you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get some publicity. It's the poo guy. <laughs> it's poo guy. Poo guy's back.
1: Um, but people confuse it all the time. So some people want to be actors, but really, like, it, t- it doesn't take me long to be like, yeah. You know, you want to be famous, you know, Mm. and if you want to, if if that's wanting to be having that be part of the equation, I think that's fine, Mm. but it can't be the majority because this thing will beat you into the fucking grave. If you want to feel famous and you're 26 frothing lattes for jam and you're fueled by, I want to be special, you're going to fucking neck yourself because you know, like there's just been too many low moments even for me. And I've had a pretty easy run, like really stepping outside of it. Mm. I've had a pretty good run. I went to a good drama school. I came out, I met my manager right off the bat (laughs) and I've been auditioning a lot, you know, and it's taken me a while to start working professionally, but it's pretty silver spoon compared to a lot of stories,
0: you know, and it's still been tough and it
1: still made me want to walk away from it at a lot of times. Let
0: me, let me force you to step backwards a little bit to the um, question of, You know, they didn't want to be actors. They want to be famous and fire this one at you. What do you want? Fame. It's fame, yeah? And to fap. And and to fap. (laughs) To fap with my fame. No, I- The famous fapper.
1: Well, I- Yeah. (laughs) I- I wanted- I got into acting for all the wrong reasons. Yes. I didn't feel seen. I wanted to be loved. I wanted attention. I Mm. wanted people to like me. Yes. And I- Thought, like you said, rock stars are cool. Actors are cool. Yeah. And no one in my family growing up expressed emotion openly. No one was honest. No one spoke about how they felt. And we didn't cry really about very serious things that were happening around us. But then we'd all put on a movie in silence and draw the shades. And then in a movie, mum and dad would cry. Oh, dude, this is. And I would be like, why are you crying now? You just bashed each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, and I'm like,
1: you're crying over Leo, though? And it's not even a sad scene, it's the opening credits, mum.
0: <laughs> you know? And she couldn't I'm- wait to get to it. She,
1: I'm not. Guys, if I, if, <laughs> I if I don't wait for the sad scene and I just get going is, now? It <laughs> I've already, I already know the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this one. But it was, it was like sacred ground. It was like this, this sacred fucking thing where it's like, oh, we can't express how we really feel because the wheels will fall off, mm. but we can in film. And, yeah. you know, and I used to have toy guns. I mean, so many young actors did. Well, we used to, I used to go to my room and just act out movie scenes, just make them up in my head. Yeah. And it would always be these grandiose scenes of like, "Stay with me, Billy." You know, yes. someone's like dying yeah. in my arms, and do I'm know, like, You know, I used fucking- to do
0: this stuff when I was a kid, and it was always, um, "All right, I'm going to out myself as a weird kid." Go, here. go, go, go! It was always like psycho people, oh the Hannibal Lecter and stuff like that. Yes, weird, like weird, intense, like people that were a bit Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> that wasn't a kiss. That was that was the Hannibal Chianti liver bit. <laughs> No, I just thought it was good ASMR, that's all. Yeah,
1: thank you, thank you. I'm trained, I'm trained. Hmm. Right. So you do psychos. <laughs> you do psycho impressions.
0: It was, yeah, it was stuff like that. And it was people like, um, people like the guy off Scream that turned out to be the killer. Oh. It
1: was her
0: boyfriend. He had this weird, eerie Starey and he, thing. Had the he had the curtains haircut. He had the curtains-y haircut. And then Hannibal Lecter, he had that weird, intense yes. thing. Oh, my God. You're right on what I like to what do. What is it that I like about those people? The stillness. You like, it's... Is it? The, I think it's their unfazability. Yeah. I think it was, I mm. was too easily phased and I would like, I'd love to be unfazable like that. But it was stuff like that that drew me to when I was a child wanted to be an actor. Mm. And then it was... All the work that goes into it that drew me away from uh, yeah.
1: well, <laughs> it. Well, what's interesting is as my self-esteem
0: crisps that drew me away Chris. from it. <laughs> 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 Got to be shredded, do you? Now, good. No, oh, good. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. I'll be funny. I'll be funny. I'll be a funny boy. I'll be yeah. a nice, fat, nice, fat, funny boy.
1: Well, you. Well, look, you're just funny. I had a stage and gorgeous.
0: I had a stage. Yeah. Well, it's done. Isn't don't it? flirt with me on this oh, pod. We're sorry. trying to discuss sorry. pursuit of passion and meaning. Yes.
1: Well, what's interesting is while pursuing acting. As my self esteem has gone up and I've my self worth has gone up, the desire to be an actor has gone down. Right, which is interesting and it's worrying. Paradoxical,
0: at times. like life is.
1: Yes, and the more subjective that I've gotten to how fucking stupid the job is itself, yeah. and how hypocritical and double standardsy the industry can be. Yeah.
0: You hear that industry? You hear that? Yeah. I've got a pod now. Blake's dropping yeah. dropping bombs now. Was that
1: Avengers calling? Oh, We're going exp- the pod. on the, the
0: pod. I was joking. I'm going to be Iron Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's true. As I've gone, I've the, well, let me put it this way. In a healthier way, the desire to deprecate oneself, as is sometimes required yeah. in the early stages of your career, has gone down. Yeah. Now I'm at a point where even
0: though I'm nobody, I'm still like, now. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, you'll take it, but, no. not, but it's no longer under any circumstances. Well, yes. Actors, why fame, though? Why fame? Why do we want
1: fame? Yeah. Well, because I guess on the exterior to someone who doesn't feel good, as I didn't as a child, mm. you once said to me, and it really drew me to you, this was very, very early on, you mm. said, as I a kid- <laughs> in my van there are so many crisps in my car I salt and vinegar <laughs> you name it I've got it chicken twisties
0: <laughs> that was good ASMR.
1: chicken twisties
0: <laughs> this pod is on, sponsored by chicken twisties
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's suggesting that he fucking loves ASMR. why are there
0: certain words that I don't know why twisties are good, <laughs> good. oh my voice is. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken. I can't
1: even do it. Ch- I can't even Chicken Chicken twisted. Oh, um, what, what did I say then? You said to me <laughs> lo- <laughs> looking looking back on your childhood, there were lots of you were sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't fucking, I can't talk about your childhood being sad <laughs> while you're sorry. crying of laughter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, I'll never do Do me one again. more right. and then we can move on. Chicken twist is <laughs> There's definitely going to be listeners being like, it's really not that funny. It's not
0: that <laughs> It's
1: just for me. Oh, um, I'm crying. You you said to me, <sighs> we're walking to the lounge and you said, looking back on your childhood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. No, no, for real. Okay, all right, I'm with you. This is a
1: really sad story we're about to get into. <laughs> It's just coupled with laughter. Imagine if he was laughing because he really didn't want me to tell this story. And he's like, with his eyes, like, don't Don't tell this story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Right. We walk into the lounge. You said- I had a bag. (laughs) Yeah. You said, looking back
1: as how you were as a child, now that you've got a kid, you were just sad a lot more than you needed to be. Yeah. And I went, fuck, so was I. Yeah. I just felt sad- and you think it's normal because you're like, you yeah, know, this is you only. This is how I am. <laughs> Aaron's fucking gonna walk away from the pod. <laughs> I can never do fucking nails on this pod again. <laughs>
0: Look at him! Look at him! He's fucking gone. I'm so sorry. All right, we're gonna to have to move on from this. Uh, I was determined for this not to happen on this pod. <laughs> it's what? the first episode. It's so good.
1: Um, but you said, yeah, you said that, and I think that that's why fame. Because I felt sad a lot of my yeah childhood. I felt unseen. I wanted to be special, and on the surface, being an
0: actor looked like that would solve all of that. Because, well, I've 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 gone through these times where I've. Because my thing is, all right, I'll give every t- everything to this thing and try and, like, get myself to this point, even though the odds are well against me. Mm. I just have this little little flickering candle of faith in me that I'll be able to work my way into something that will satisfy me. And then I've had to think, well, what will satisfy me? And then you go, well, once I'm all nice and recognised for, right. for for being a funny boy, like I always thought that I was when I was little, thought I was a funny boy, mm. grew up. I tried to be a funny boy, hero's journey and all of that sort of stuff. There you go. You've got your recognition. You're a funny boy now. Right. All right. Fair enough. Oh, Rory Lowe's in town. Certified funny boy. Right. Is That's. He in town? that's I think that's where I've gotten funny oh. boy in my head because he's got a new show out and it's yeah. called Certified Funny Boy. Go watch Rory. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I eventually hit a point where it was like, what if I were to spend years and years like really focusing on this and sacrificing stuff to to make it happen and, and like, you know, rolling that boulder up the hill. And then like so many famous people have said, you know, it's not the answer. Yeah. It's not there. All of the famous people have said that. They've you know, all yeah. said it. And you're like, I'll find like, out myself. Yeah, you're like, I don't believe you
1: though. Yeah, yeah. I
0: don't believe you. So true. It, it'd, be, it'd be enough for me. You well, know, Jim Carrey says that, Yeah, right? Jim Carrey said it. Uh, people said it about money. They're like, Money's not the thing. Mm. Money won't bring you that. You know what I mean? Well, so what will, what will do it then? Do you know what I mean? So it's like, because that, that's why I asked you, what, what did you want? And you said, like, I said, what was the drive for it? What is it you're chasing? You said fame. You get the fame. What if that's not it? Yeah, well, it's not. It's already You should call not. me. Yeah. And You'll I'll, probably call me and it wasn't it. It wasn't it, like, I told you, man, it's crisps.
1: Yeah, it was, right. it was a waste of time. Crisp is always the answer. <laughs> I'm not doing that word again. We'll fucking <laughs> good, derail it. Good,
0: me. don't, don't, don't.
1: Um, I already know it's not. I'm already at that point. Let me say, though, that was what drew me to it, and I was just so lucky that when I actually went to drama school and learnt what good screen acting was really about, yeah, I fell in love with that more than I did the original right. thing. And same with stand-up, mm. the, craft of, the craft of things. And yes. I want to ask that about you as well because like, you've alluded to me off air a few times about sort of your childhood and you said that you had a, a real connection with Billy Connolly, like the way that movies were for me and that my parents weren't dealing with things in their real life or we yeah. weren't allowed to but then they would cry in a movie yes. and we would get it out. You said that was sort of like Billy for you because it was this multi generational thing that would bring you together. What what, what was it about Billy? So my
0: Billy thing was the Billy thing to me was like the the that I I I don't know how to say it without sounding like a wanker. Well, then say it like a wanker. All right. (laughs) So for me, it was me. It was there was a element of uh, you know when a whole room is laughing. And you forget everything. Like, if you're laughing, you, you're blissfully happy, aren't you? Yeah. There's no... There's nothing. It's just that. Yeah, everything disappears. You've just got this elated feeling when you're laughing. When I'd watch Billy as a kid, you, it would make the whole, the whole family do that, and it wasn't just little pockets of us. We'd be sat around it. Again, it's like that. That's strange that you should say that the film thing was like that for you because... Mm it also involves a lounge room with the family all together. I wonder if there's some like... Oh, for sure. I wonder if there's some base psychological shit in there that a therapist would be able to go, yeah, it's because it brought your family together and made you feel whole. Like there might be something in there. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm being melodramatic about it. No, 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 you're not. I didn't really understand what I was watching. I liked stand-up way before I could understand any of the jokes in it. I just liked it. Mm. I liked the theatres, I liked the curtains, I liked the stage, I liked the little shots of the crowd laughing, I liked whatever the comedian was saying, especially if they were the type of comedian that put a, a bit of silliness on it, but where it wasn't just the material. My mum used to have a um, video, VHS of Jack D, British comedian Jack D, it was like a deadpan sort of miserable guy. He was like, his big brand was pessimism. You'd see him on TV still. I don't know if you'd have seen him. Um But he was, he was not a cheerful comedian like right. Billy. But anytime he'd do a little character, you know, that, there'd be something, even though I didn't understand the jokes, there'd be something in there that I was like, it would, it would tickle me. Mm. Anybody doing a character, I suppose it's like, it's like when you're a baby. You don't yeah. understand what a grown-up's doing when they're being silly, but it still, still makes the baby it. laugh, doesn't it? It's my favourite thing still in stand-up. What, if someone gets in your head and d- Someone comes up in to you and goes, who's beautiful? I it. it's, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's, me. it's
1: so good though, isn't it?
0: There's something, yeah, and I, I can't, I've never been able to top the feeling of everybody laughing at something that's just blatantly silly. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's, the, it's silliness. It's not It's not no hot take stuff. That, yes. It's not clever. It's silliness. It's like oh. Monty Python level silliness. Mm. Laughing at absurdity. Because it bonds everyone. Like kids get it, adults yes. get it, it's kids everybody. get everybody. It. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's what I liked about it. It was like everybody in my family, it didn't matter who they were, they liked Billy. And it was that feeling that, I guess, I guess it was, I guess in a way it's kind of hero worship that mm. I would be like, I want to be able to do that. Like what he's doing, how the guy makes me feel is how I want other people to feel as a result of me and that feeds my little narcissist, my little inner narcissist there. I've done a good thing. I did a good little thing. And I can congratulate myself for making people's day better. while Because it's of service. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we've talked about, it's yeah, you feel like you're of service but you're really filling your own void there, aren't you? What's so interesting, you've just really made me have
1: a realisation. That was something I remember saying years ago, I've forgotten about it, is that with acting, I just wanted to be, I wanted to be a part of a story where Mm. I remember now like, cinema and film and TV for a lot of people is how they express emotion because Mm. it's too painful to do it in their real life. Like it was for my family. And I felt such a connection. I think that's why actors and musicians and even comics now to an extent are such celebrity uh, status is because people are connecting with you and you're doing um, an emotional service. You know, you don't have that with your mechanic, even though they're doing you a service is because it's not this emotional connection. You know, you're not you're not getting any catharsis from them. Mm. But I remember that was my one of my original sort of noble goals with acting was just to be a part of one story where it just it really meant something to someone. Yeah. Because when I when you watch a good movie, you walk away and you just like uh, you want to call people that you haven't patched things up with and, and patch them up. You wanna fucking bury the hatchet with you know, with good films, yeah, you know. Um yeah of certain genres, it just, it it, it, it biologically affects you. you why? Know? Isn't it why, clever? Why indeed, you know, and it, why is it so important? And I think that despite all the narcissism and the need for love and stuff like that, you know, you had that for Billy, sort of connecting the whole
0: family. Yeah. I had that for film. Yeah, there's still a very pure streak in there, even though yeah. it's like, I want that kind of attention, like what he gets. There's yes. still a, there is still a massive um, pure streak through it that's like, Everything's okay when this happens. Yeah. So let me be the person that provides that.
1: Well, otherwise we'd be on fucking Love Island, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah. Or other or, crimes. Or,
1: or other crimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There has to be that, which is so true. And you know what's funny is that I've said I haven't said this to you, but I've said this about you a lot. Um, Don't talk about me when I'm not there. Well, let me finish the point. Okay. When I first met you, and I always say this. N- the vibe that you give off when you're, when you're on stage is that and you can feel it seeping out of your pores. Crisps. Is I'm not doing the one <laughs> is you, you want everyone to have a good time. Yeah. Everyone. That's always a goal. You want everyone to have a good time. And it's like, you can feel when you, when you have a conversation with the crowd, when you, when you talk to people, you are so quickly assessing what that individual person needs, mm. whether it, be to be made fun of or whether it be to be complimented or whether it even be to be sort of silly and left alone or to even talk about yourself to put them at ease, you know, like you do it with unconsciously and really fast in order to just make everyone have a good time. And I was in awe of that. I was like, wow, like, cause no one can see that you're doing that. Not that no one can see, but I, I could know see, if that, I can see it. <laughs> well, I could see that you were doing it and I went, he's sort of what I've done in a lot of circles in my life, whether it be at the dinner table when there was a lot of trouble, I would read, how do I make dad happy tonight? Yeah. How do like, I make mum happy? It's kind, it's how, what do you like
0: need? It's kind of a puzzle. It's like a puzzle where almost every, it's like a, a Rubik's Cube. It's like what's the next one move that I have to make right? to get everything clicked into place? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like what do I have to be in this situation? Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I'll do anything. I'll yeah. either be a bit of a meanie. Or I'll make for you know what I mean. You keep pulling it back and pushing it forward. So one minute you're on the offense a little bit, and then and then you pull back a little bit, and the joke's on you again. Yeah, and stuff like that. It's kind of people pleasing, I guess. In a well, way. well, no, because it's 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 of service, it's which is servile so and snivelling and disgusting. It, but God, I look handsome when I do you it. You do it gorgeously. <laughs> yeah.
1: you will you're well. That's the MC's job, isn't it? Handsome, even the comics yeah. job is is just to lift the room and make sure everyone's having a. a
0: yeah, good I night. I've lost I li-
1: myself. Oh, then I'm back. I
0: think that's why I liked the. Um, the role of MC to begin with because it that was always what I was trying to That that's what I'm always trying to get out with the comedy thing and you, you have to what am I trying to say I'm always trying to get to that point where we're all united mm. I don't want to be like stood up above everyone showing them how clever I am although that can be fun as well when you know you've got a clever new banger and, you, and it gets a big laugh and you, you sort of congratulate yourself there it's not really that that does it for me. It's when everyone's laughing at once and they look at each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When somebody you see somebody like nudge the other person. Are you sharing this as? Like yeah, yeah yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is this happens to us. You know, you know what I mean. And yeah. you get that sudden weird. I don't even know how to describe it. There's a sense of unity. Yes. And well, I'm hooked on that. And I think that I I can't understand why anybody would pursue stand up. If they didn't get off on that, if it was just for, I want to win awards and I want a load of money and I want all this sort of shit, because it's too grim a job to get good at if you just want the end bit. Yes. If you don't get a kick. Do you remember that thing? Of, have you watched it yet? Comedian? Jerry, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. You have to watch it. I'm a it. hack, you've got, to, you've got to watch it. You're more of a hack if you do watch it, but <laughs> you, need to, you need to get down here with to us. Feel the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To feel the heart of it. Yeah, because me, like I think da- David Hughes watched it a little while ago, and he watches it quite often as well. Because that, I think that's important to him. It's like he often will check why he's. We should get him on the pod. Yeah. He always he often checks why he would do something and what what the what the payoff is, especially because he's it's very important to him to be a good dad too. So if yeah, you're ta- if so you're good. gonna take me away from my kid, who I fucking adore and, and will never waste a second with, yeah it better be for a reason that I get a kick out of. I love that. Because I'm not just doing it just for the fucking, just for a bit of attention or anything like that. You know what I mean? Well, two things.
1: One, I think to, to I guess, articulate like this, I saw in you the same thing that I have, which is I like to be indulgent, but I can't enjoy it unless it's everyone else is enjoying it too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, I want to
0: enjoy me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want it to but be only about if me, you like but it. only if everyone's enjoying it all being about me. If you're okay with that. So I'm going to work so hard yeah. that I'm worth being the center of attention here.
1: Well, c- kind of. It's but like it's- that, isn't it? Because, yeah, I mean, and, and I think that that's that's okay if you've got that in you and you can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. Yeah, I can't get rid of that need to, to want to be
0: heard and yeah, seen and it. express myself. I, otherwise, I would have fucking yeah. got rid of it
1: a long time but ago. It's, it's a this, pest.
0: There's also that sense of- um, I guess the reason that I asked you like before the, the fame thing was that uh, if you're not getting that now Yeah what's going to give it to you? Well I'm holding on Is to Is it the film? Is it the special? Is it the Yeah And when you get those you sure? I don't know what it is, but, but I'm already
1: doing it. Do you feel that you're doing it? I'm doing it. Then percent. percent. Well, this is what it is because what you just said about David really, it warms my heart and I don't just mean that in a, you know, in a flowery sense. I mean it in a real sense of with acting and with filmmaking, I think Papa Aaron can attest to too, the narrative is so much. It's in the culture is you don't get to think about what you want to do just yet. Mm. You get to think about that later when you're a someone.
0: That's, yeah, that's the whole narrative. Am yeah. I wrong there, that, and that's that's where the um, like it's unjust. This idea of when you're a someone,
1: exactly because that's that's unarticulated. Fuck you, I'm someone. Well, that's it. But it's like you know, there's it's still to this day. It's like well, as an actor, you gotta you gotta kind of fucking do a couple of things that you can get, and then once you're a profile, then you can start picking and choosing. Yeah, you say that to anyone. You say that to a manager now. You say that to a, a general fucking punter. They'll be like, that sounds right. Yeah. But the danger in that is you lose track chasing this unspecific, inspecific goal that you don't even know what you wanted to do in the first place. And that part of you atrophies. You don't even remember why you wanted to do this thing or what your voice is. And then you end up just fucking doing this, being this gooey fucking plain oats, blank canvasy person. that's like, I'll be anyone. What for?
0: I don't know. I'm just too deep in it. I forgot what I wanted. That's that's my thing. So it's like- well, before I become that, mm. let me figure out what I ever... Because one of the first chats that we had was like regarding stand-up was when I was reading uh, the Bhagavad the Gita, the Hindu book. Mm. And there was a thing in there about you being entitled to your actions. But not the fruit. But yeah. not the fruits of your actions. Loved that. And when I read that in the book, I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. So it's like... Goes back to all this stuff that's—it's so cliche and wishy washy, but it's stuff about the present moment. It's like you're entitled to this. Yeah, you're not entitled to what you think you're going to get out of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. don't don't be don't be too attached to some vague notion of what you think you're going to get around the corner because that feeling will probably never come. Now is the reward. Life is the reward. Yeah. It's yeah. Not so this do this and thing. do it. So yeah, be Fully. so involved in this that you don't need anything from it. Well, let me say this in a soppy way. Even Papa Aaron just nodded at that. Yeah, Papa Aaron. I know I hit a point there. Yeah, yeah. that's a clip. Yeah, that's a, that's a, we got a clip, baby. Clip John it. Is, clip it. John has done a bit of wisdom. <laughs> well, let me that say make this. Make up for the chicken twisties, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me
1: circle back to this in a soppy way and crack another beer while I tell you this mm. beautiful thing. Yeah. Meeting you reignited- It's brought so much positive change to me meeting you. I'll go the XPA. Meeting you, thank you, Bob. Has I I saw in you, it reminded me of that voice of what do I want to do? And I saw in you all the things that I've spoke about. It reminded me of a more innocent, less jaded me before I got so obsessed with just trying to make it and become a success and yada, yada. And it started to make me think about but what what do I want to do? Yeah. Which is I'd forgotten about that. I'd forgotten about what do I want to do? And I wasn't doing standout Ooh. because I thought that it might get in the way of acting. I, I wasn't, you know, even though I've, it's just dyeing your hair, it doesn't mean anything, mm. but that was a big thing to me because You're I always take you ownership
0: my, of yourself right, again. Right. I yeah.
1: You know, and you, t- you gave me my first tattoo mm.
0: a couple of weeks ago, which I
1: fucking love. Yeah. And that was huge to me because it was like, well, I can't get tattoos because then I will miss out on the imaginary reward. Yeah. And it's not that the <laughs> yeah. reward's never coming. It's yeah. just that- I I was sick of I just forgotten what I wanted to do and, and, and my voice a little and I thought I hadn't I thought I was really on it more than most actors are and yeah. maybe I still am but so I, when easy I met to lose you isn't yeah it? when I met you I was like nah 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 like I, I saw myself in you and I think you saw a little bit of, yeah of you and me and I just thought you know what let's just let's get together and, and we have that same curiosity which is what this podcast is about why do we want to do the things we do. Why do you? Why do we want to do comedy? Why yeah. do I want to be an actor? Well, see, and then we thought, let's
0: do this part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there are so many people doing so many fucking things that are like this, that are you know some of them are heaps more gruesome right. than this shit. I mean, this shit's pretty gruesome <laughs> on, on the old soul. Only, yeah, on the old soul, it's like gruesome because it's cringe. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my my old existence is cringe. Really, do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like me, like I'm like me. a little white male comedian. <laughs> straight as they come <laughs> with the podcast yeah I'm out doing my thing telling yeah. my little jokes doing my little skits all for love right? right it's that's pretty pretty good but there are people that are going through like difficult shit people that are doing like jobs that require them to see really traumatic shit and stuff like that and it's like dude there's easier ways to make a living what is it that's pushed you to that and I fucking want to know what it is yes and I I think that and I want to know if there's if if we can if by the time we've got um, say twenty thirty fifty podcasts a hundred whatever however long the pod ends up going for if I can look back through them and, and maybe discover a link that's in those people that's like what what is do you remember there was a guy called uh, Napoleon Hill and he wrote a book years ago like I, I think it was like a fucking hundred years ago or something stupid it was called Think and Grow Rich right. he was a friend of uh, Dale Carnegie and and all those like Henry Ford and all these these people that were really successful. Step one. After, hate the Jews. Yeah, came out of <laughs> came they came out of the depression and stuff like that, and they built themselves up from nothing, kind of thing. Thomas Edison, I think you knew Thomas Edison. All these people, um, and he'd studied what made people successful. I'm not trying to so much study. What it is that makes people sick. But one, once he'd studied them all, he looked back and he could see, right, these seem to be the common threads. He did so much research and he was like these seem to be the common threads in like their attitudes and the things that they do and the habits that they have and the the paths that they take. And then Think and Grow Rich was the culmination of what he'd learned from that. Ironically, that book has made a fortune that he never saw because he died. <laughs> Right, he he made a fortune, lost a fortune in his life. Apparently, he was never a mad successful guy in Napoleon Hill. But people still swear by that shit. And if you like that, get rich quick, get you know, get money, you know, get this bread, all that Gary V shit. Yeah, then go for it. I'm more concerned with what it is that drives you on every day to do something that's uncomfortable and demands a lot of your mental energy. Um, why you do it? What do you think you're gonna? I'd love to see once I've got once we've got a lot of those podcasts there. What the thread is. If there's something that's similar between an MMA fighter and a guy that does respite for disabled children, even though he doesn't have to. I yeah. know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good mate of mine. And he, he works with disabled children and he does, like, respite stuff for, you know, disabled kids when their parents, are like, if they've got something that they have to do, he'll look after them, at, either at their house or at his house. I'm not sure. We'll get him on as well, because it's like I can't think of anything more difficult than looking after a disa- like I I wouldn't know where mm. to start. How do you
1: put your own needs you know what I mean like how do you bypass one's own ego to just completely surrender yourself to being of service of someone yeah, else? Yeah, like if
0: somebody like and disabled
1: people do weird shit too. Right.
0: <laughs> is, yeah. that, is that a cancelable thing to say <laughs> I don't they do don't, though sure we like, can we, run a by we can say that they that they do some weird shit
1: right and To shout
0: be, things to be empathetic to understand to, to just the needs of someone yeah yes. this guy's kind of an oak tree of a man he's a, he's a yeah. rock you know and, he, and he, he's I don't know he's just good with, with that kind of thing yeah but still it must be difficult I know another guy who used to tattoo him years ago and he was really self conscious about all the scratches on his legs and arms and I said, "What are they from?" And he goes, "The kids," because he worked for a, a, like a, a school for for disabled children. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know if it was, I don't know what flavor of disabled they were, or if it was a mixed bag. Right. But they would bite him and kick him and hurt him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he, he was, scars from he was work. embarrassed about these scars that were like, dude, you. That you should be wearing that shit like fucking Badges of Honour, dude, because you'll yeah. never catch me doing that job. Not in a f- not for a million dollars would I do your yeah, job. Yeah. It's almost
1: like someone who's ashamed of this guy. How'd you to get do, it? I'd oh, d- saved a bunch of babies yeah. from a burning fire. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Made yeah. love to a woman don't, on the way out. She reached completion. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm ashamed of it. I'm, I'm ashamed a, of I'm it. ashamed of me fucking heroic you know what I mean? He wanted them covered up. He wanted these things tattooed over. It was like, but th- there's- I don't know what it is. I, I think that's what I want to try and find with the pod is that the thread of what is it that makes people follow something that's fucking hard to do? Yeah. And ha- how do they do it? Why do they do it? What do they think they're going to get out of it? Why do they? Because I guess, I guess it always comes down to at some point you ask yourself, what's a thing that's worth being? Because there's a lot, I guess there's a lot of shit that's worth But what's that I, saw, I read that lovely quote one time that said something about um a guy who's figured out the meaning of life is a guy who plants a tree knowing that he'll never get to sit under its shade. You know that thing? Uh, yeah. And it's like I don't think I am that guy. No, I want to Do you know what I mean? I give don't be the th- fastest growing tree seed. Well, I it's like I don't I don't I don't know how to do good for the world. If I knew how to do <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, all right, what, recycling? what you want me to do <laughs> you know what well, I mean politics activism I don't really care enough I wish I did but I don't yeah but, but I do know how to make people smile I can do that so they say play your strengths I go well I'll do that then seems like that's a thing that for me is worth doing is if I can make someone laugh yeah while it's not it's not I ain't saving no one's life but it's keeping them amused and it's keeping me amused watching them be amused but you're increasing the quality of life you know? Yeah, if you like. See how it sounds wanky though? Who cares? But it's
1: like, you know, especially in these times, I think not to get political or dark because we it's the best time ever to be alive. Hmm. But I think with, you know, social media and all, and uh, information overload, et cetera, et cetera, people can work themselves into an anxious state of just like, fuck, everything's terrible. Everything's awful. Fuck, yeah. there's so much injustice because there's so much information. And to come to a comedy show or whatever and just for a moment do what Billy Connolly would do for your family, yeah. which is free them from concern and not get them outside of their own ego for a second and be like, do you see how silly yeah, this all guess, is and yeah, we're I all guess. here and we're having a good time? I suppose. That's fucking important, man.
0: Yeah, I suppose that it makes me cringe could be because it feels like it's- it's stupid. Some people are doctors. Do you know what I mean? It's stupid. Yeah. Some but doctors people are come fire to comedy fighters. shows. Yeah, that's they true. Fucking need yeah, to. yeah, yeah. That's true. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make myself sound like a, a hero for doing what I do. Nor am I trying to self make myself sound like a piece of shit for doing what I do. Yeah. But that, that's what's caused the curiosity. Perhaps is this, is this like. I know why I do my thing and it feels silly. Why do you do your thing? Yeah, sometimes you look at your thing and I think I don't necessarily really know. I think I have a good idea why I do my thing, but I don't know entirely how I got here. Yeah. And yeah, it's the same thing with the other people. And is it, because there are a lot of people that are just, they just go to work for, like my mum has worked at a supermarket for all of her life. Yes. All of her adult life. She's worked at Tesco. She's mint at it. People love her there. Mm. And she gets as much a kick out of that. Like, she legitimately loves it. She cares about Tesco. (laughs) I wish that Tesco cared more about her. Yeah. Because there can't be many employees that give as much of a shit about that place as what she does. Do you know what I mean? It's just a corporate giant. Isn't that beautiful, though? But she she loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when she goes to another town, she'll look at their Tesco and shit. It's fucking lovely. Yeah, she's like, that Tesco's dog shit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They don't even
1: have chicken twisties. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking, we'll touch back in ten minutes when John recovers. <laughs> but 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 let, you've just touched on something with your mum. Is it's like I love people that try. That's a big part yes. of why I want to do oh. this pod. Yes. I love people that fucking try at whatever. I don't care if it's stamps. Yes. They're oh, like, I fucking it. love stamps. That's because it. we need more people who unapologetically love and try at what they do. Not people that are like, that's shit. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, that's Fucking it. get in there. Trying to do something, yeah. And look, to, I hate to circle back to, to fighters and stuff, but there is so much uncertainty with stepping into a cage and you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. How do you do it over and over again if, if, if success isn't guaranteed? And I, yeah. I, I realised it was because I was living in a very results-based mindset that winning was the only option. Losing terrible. Oh, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. And I wasn't putting enough value into just daring. Yeah trying fully. Yes, they having a crack. Trying yeah. and
0: not, oh, I tried.
1: But like, you know, giving yourself like, oh, I'll dip my toe in. No, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Fully trying, opening yeah. yourself up to the vulnerability of I'm going to give everything I've got to this. And, and potentially if I fall short, not good enough. Yeah. And be open, like visibly not good enough. I love those people. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love them. Yeah. And it's like when you see a stand-up comic and they're not even trying and they're bombing, you go fuck off.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. off with that. Yeah, you yeah, didn't
1: yeah. even try. I know you're not trying. Yes, but you see someone try a bit and they're fucking committing and it's mm. not working and you still love them. Yeah, because they went out on their shield. Yeah, I love those people and I. That's why I want to. I want to. I want to get people on the pod who fucking try mm. and I want to hear. You try hard. Mm. How have you maintained that? And not become jaded and given up, Yeah. or how have you not joined the the fear based masses of yeah? But you can't do that. You've got to fucking you've got to be an accountant. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with being an accountant. But my point is, is I like if you've got a passion and you love trying, protect those people, and I want to I want to pull their 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 minds are treasures to be fucking picked from and I wanna yes. just I want to hear about it. I love people that try and you know that's why I love I, I spend most of my time around my friends who make no excuses and sometimes it can be harsh. I'm like, I'm fucking I've barely slept. I'm really sore. I don't want to I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I don't really need to be yeah. doing this. And they're like, get in there.
0: Don't yeah. be
1: a pussy. And Do I'm it. like, oh I need more of that. Yeah. You know, I love it. And yeah. it's I love people that try and you know, yesterday um, my friend Jack Becker announced that he's fighting again in February 26 for the Jack, third time. Jack, how could you
0: think about their poor family?
1: <laughs> Stop knocking them out. Um, he's fighting again within, you know, like a couple of months, mm. just turning it around and he's giddy about it. He's like, oh, I can't wait. But to someone else who's like, you know, I've watched people react to my friends who fight and what's so interesting is when they're about to fight, people wait to see the result. Mm. They wait. What, before they support them? Yeah. Or, or they, they might support and say, let's go, get after it, you know, but then they'll wait. Like And look, again, this what, is- What should they do? It's not what they should do, but what I think is interesting, it's a reflection of the culture I think sometimes here is that they're sort of like if people lose at whatever they're doing, whether it be business, a fight, whatever it is,
0: mm.
1: people are so quick to offer condolences for a loss so quick to congratulate for a victory mm. but so slow to say good job for giving it a crack we don't we don't re- we don't right. seem to reward that yeah. here yeah, yeah yeah we don't yeah. seem to reward people who okay. try yeah we reward winners Yes. And we feel sorry for losers. Yeah. But we don't fucking get behind people who are trying. Yeah. 100% giving it their all. And I want to I want to hear from people who are trying. Yeah. I want to get people on whether they're successful now or on the way to being successful and pull from their mindset because it was a big part of my journey with acting in order to just get rid of that, that thing of, well, it's only worth it if I'm on Avengers. It's only worth it if I'm fucking famous. It's mm. only worth it if my Instagram, ha- I have a blue tick. Otherwise, yeah. every time someone asks me while well, I'm working in a cafe, how's acting going? I have to prove myself and exchange yeah. a verbal resume. You know, yeah. it's
0: like- It's worse with it, acting stuff like that as well. Isn't sure. It? Because there's, it's, it's a cliche, isn't <laughs> it? It, it like, is, yeah. How's the acting going? And you're like- Fucking Joey Tribbiani, you're you're a you're a character.
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? For sure. And I've I've let go of. I was very defensive and very angry, and maybe it's because I've booked work now. Yeah, it still hasn't come out. So as far as they know, yeah, it's not going good. But what I found oh, it- it's going good. <laughs> what what I found interesting, and this may be too cynical of me, but. When I went to LA in September, 2019, this was pre COVID was before <laughs> this was uh, pre COVID. So now it might just be homeless people running around stabbing <laughs> each other. <but laughs> I listened to too much bro joking, <laughs> but I loved it. And what I noticed was I made a connection with everyone where I went, yes, I'm an Australian. They tend to be nicer to Australians, mm. yada, yada. But what I found was interesting is that people would ask me, you know, how are, how are you? Mm. And I would be like, yeah, I'm going good. You know, I'm doing this, doing that, and I would get into this automatic response of telling them what I'm what I'm up to. This is what I'm up to. Like, this is the goals that I'm chasing. And they were like, oh, "Okay, I just asked, how are you? Yeah, but
0: how are you? How, really? are, how are you, bro?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, in here, it was kind of Who like that. You? And I was like shocked. Like, why would? How I'm I'm quite yeah, Mind your fucking business, yeah, your dog. <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> yeah. no, no. I was what like, do you want to I'm really well. <laughs> And then it would be like, great, man, what are you, what, what are you up to today? You know, like, and they would, I'd be like, oh, and you would, there would be an opportunity for connection. Mm. And then down the track, there would be these categorical questions of like, and, and what do you, and what do you do with yourself? What do you do for work and stuff like that? And then it would come this stuff. And I was like, and what I noticed was I was just creating connections because people were asking you, how are you? Don't worry about what you're up to or what you're trying to get after. How are
0: you today? What is it? Is that a layer of? camouflage though or did
1: they mean it? No, they meant it. I think it was just this cultural conversational structure reversal where it was just like, Hey, how are you? First of all. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm really good. Yeah. And then (laughs) I, Oh good. I would create, I would create connections everywhere I went. And even when it got to the categorical stuff down the track, it kind of didn't matter because you'd already established a connection person to person. And I was like, wow, this is crazy over here. I just feel this is lovely. And also, look, LA is a town run by creatives. It's the town of acting. Mm. So being an actor there was so normal. It was like being an engineer here. It was like, right. yeah, so you should. Yeah. This is what we do here. Um, then I came back to Australia and I noticed people would be like, how are you doing? How are you doing? Mm. How, are you doing? Mm. how are you going? And it was almost like this this thing under the surface that would be like, well, how are, do, you are you doing at life?
0: How's it all going? Not
1: how yeah, are yeah. you. How are you doing at life? Are you doing good? Are you doing good? You know, like, and that would be, I would, that would create this defensiveness in me where I'd be like, well, I'm, 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 I'm chasing acting. I'm doing this rather than just being like, how are you? So now I always make a point to, and with something I want to do with the pod is I want to get people on and just talk to them about how are you right now? Not this results-based, where do you th- what success to you? That's what,
0: yeah, that's another thing with these these pods that because there's so many pods out there for people who are fucking trying to do a thing. Just before we wrap it up, there's so many pods out there f- for people that are trying to do a thing. It's the toll it takes on the fucking human that's doing it as well. Yeah, that's a big that's a big part of it. Do you know what I mean? What's the similarities between all those people doing all those different things and doing something that's fucking you know counterintuitive rather than Rather than just doing something that's easy, that's because surely we'd all be doing that otherwise, wouldn't we? We'd be doing something that's that makes a lot of money just by turning up. You don't have to think much about it. You just you do enough of it, and you, you'll have some money in the bank. Yeah. But for some reason, there's there's got to be some payoff. But there's I don't know. All of those people that are doing those things seem to be my my kind of people. Yeah. I don't know what it is about them, but they've got a twinkle about them. And you see in some people that are not doing those things as well. You see the same of twinkle. Course. You see some people in a nine to five and you're like, why are you doing this? You you have a twinkle. You've still got the spark. There's a thing there. Yeah. Do you know? Well, you I know? hope
1: those people, and this sounds really wanky, but I hope those people listen to the pod That's and, why they, and they pull these lessons from it and they go, you know what? Fuck it. I am going to yeah, quit maybe. this and start stamp collecting or maybe or they Or maybe
0: they like doing that shit, but either way yeah. I want them, like I'd like to- grab some of those people. Anybody with that fucking, anybody with that twinkle, I think is a good, is a good person to be able to speak to. Well,
1: you're my person, John Pindar. You're
0: my person, Blake Richardson.
1: And, uh, Let's because you're my person. We'll be getting on people when we can that we're interested mm. on talking to, and when we can't, or when we just want to have a little you and me time, mm. we'll get on and we'll just have a bit of a riff and a it's bit of a laugh as lovers lovely, isn't it? And you can listen in or watch and uh, feel like you're part of the friendship if you want. Me, you can too. <laughs> you're kind of in it a little bit, <laughs> Papa. But, but other people can uh, tune in as well, and if you. Yeah, listen to us riff and be lovers slash romantic
0: friends. Yeah, well, next episode we've got uh, the illustrious Dilruk Jaya Singer on. That's mm-hmm. going to be the next episode that comes out. Absolutely. And he's he's exactly one. We've recorded it already. It's a belter. And I think there's plenty of that stuff in that episode. That couldn't have gone better, actually.
1: You know, he's got endless wisdom to give and I only wish we can get him back on soon so we can give some more
0: of it yeah we've a couple in the barrel there yeah nice well I love you lots yeah love you too love you too Podfather oh look he just gave you he just gave you the nod of a cynic who doesn't like to reveal he was like keep trying yeah right, bro (laughs)